And our next great guests are Father Patrick O'Laughlin and Father Terrence Allen. Did I say those names right? Am I close? Yes. All right. Job. right my, mine was a little different. O'Laughlin. 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 Okay, I'll get it right here. O'Laughlin. I got it. All right, so I won't mess it up again. Uh, let's, you know, I say that there's no promise there. Okay, so so, but I will try very hard. And they are um, from Pinecrest Academy, and uh, they are part of the Legionaries of Christ. Correct. Correct. All yes. right. So we are going to um, talk a little bit more about that. But we know that all good things begin with prayer. So would one of you lead us in a prayer to get us started? Sure, let's start. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Heavenly Father, we look to you. We ask you to always remind us of the blessings you give us in our life, to always keep our eyes fixed on our life, on the whole world, with that perspective of gratitude, right? To thank God for all the gifts we receive, not just, not even just the blessings that we perceive, but even those crosses in our life that are difficult for us. The little by little, you show us your providential hand and how even those crosses work for the good in our life, right? Heavenly Father, we ask you to bless us, to bless all those listening. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. 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 Okay, so a few housekeeping things before we get going. Um, so we have some giveaways that we're trying to give away. We just want to keep it fun. So the, the fun way, really, that we keep it going here is the ringing of the bell. Okay, mm-hmm. so so we're ringing it in celebration. So we're going to ring it every time we get five pledges of any amount. So it can be online, it can be by phone, we don't care the amount. Every five pledges, we're going to ring the bell. Great. We also ring All the right. bell every time we get something called a founder. All right, a founder is a pretty special thing. It's $100 a month for 36 months or a one-time 3600 1200 a year, however you want to break it up. Um, and we're only doing this through the end of October. We've been doing it a year now. Um, when the station started, you will get a um, certificate for your own home. You get your name on a plaque here at the, the station. Forever you get bragging rights that you're a founder of Catholic Radio. You can even put it in your obituary someday. And, you know... A hundred bucks a month, it sounds like a lot of money, and it is a lot of money. I get that. But to be a founder of something normally, it's like way above a hundred bucks a month. So this is, this is making this opportunity for you. If you would like to be a founder of the station, we would absolutely love it. If you would give us a call at 470-508-1160, it is an automatic ring of the bell every time we get a founder. So if we can do that a whole lot. We also have a special going on right now where if we get eight founders today, Annie, did we figure out how many we have? We have three? You sure? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. I thought we had four, but hey, you know, it all gets blurred to me. But we have three. So when we get eight, as soon as we get eight founders for the day, we're going to have a drawing. And all of the, the names, so your odds are good. One in eight, if you call in as a founder, one in eight has an opportunity to have a, a one night stay at the Avalon Hotel. And uh, so you'll just, one name gets drawn out and you get to go and they, it's compliments of the Avalon Hotel. So if you would like to be in that drawing, um, give us a call, 8, uh, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160. And it's a, an automatic ring for you. And you guys can beg with me anytime you want, okay? You can you can just give out that number and beg along with me. Um, we also have these candles. So we are giving away $10 gift cards to something called Corda Candles. It's a brand new Catholic company, just launched a, a couple of weeks ago. All of the candles that they make are centered around the lives of the saints or the faith. One of them is Compline. Um, the scents are, it's all essential oils. The wax is a coconut wax, so it's a, a special blend of wax. The candles burn for 46 hours um, because it burns at a lower temperature. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so if you want information on that, go to cordacandles.com. Um, and if you get you can call two of your best friends. In this case, we don't care if you cheat. So call two of your friends, and all three of you call in at the same time. And when we get three callers on the line all at the same time, then we give away the $10 gift cards, and we also give it to both of our guests right now, which is Father Patrick and Father Terrence, and we are grateful that they are here. Ah, they look boy. like they look like pretty nice candles. They are. Oh my gosh! Take the lid off and smell them too, man. They are. They smell pretty doggone good too. So come on. 
they want to take a $10 gift card home with them. The only way they get to do that is if we can get three callers on the line at the same time. Come on, let's do it. 508-1160. We can do this. All right, so we are talking with Father Patrick O'Loughlin. Yes. And Father Terrence Allen, and they are both from Pinecrest Academy. And uh, so let's start with your vocation stories. Yeah, great. That'd be awesome. Well, so I'm Father Terrence, Father Terrence Allen. And where do you want me to start, Kelly? I just ended from the start here. We've got an hour, so <laughs> so you know, and we want to talk about Pinecrest. So I know, oh, you absolutely. know, I get to do this a lot and travel around, and every so often I have somebody that that will call in and say that they're more seriously considering the priesthood because of the vocation stories. So we definitely don't want to shortchange it, but we also want to make sure we have time to find out about Pinecrest Academy. No, absolutely. and I need to get my story in too. So yeah, there you yeah. go. Well, we'll start with the nice, the better one, the better of the two. <laughs> so we'll let them decide that. <laughs> no, well, this is great. Obviously, I love, we love to share our story. And so we're really grateful for this opportunity here at the Quest Atlanta. You know, it's what an audience, what a huge audience we have to be able to share our story with. Extremely grateful for this opportunity. So I'm from Michigan, grew up in Michigan, Northern Michigan, Gaylord, Michigan. I am one of 12 children, big family. And so my story actually began very, very early in life, 12 years old. Uh, I left home, actually. I left home. I went to a boarding school in New Hampshire with the Legionaries of Christ, the Immaculate Conception Apostolic School. So my older brothers were there already, which is how I became familiar with it. And this order of priests, who I'm now a member of, the Legionaries, I basically grew up with them. They used to come to a youth group at my house, my older brothers and their friends, and so when I got to that age and they had this boarding school for young men who were thinking about or at least open to the possibility of the priesthood, it was almost like a, well, yeah, why not? I love these. You know, I've had great experience with these priests. When I go out to visit my brothers, we had a blast. Always had a great time. Great friendships out there. With, uh, we're about 130 boys. So at 12 years old, seventh grade, I went and joined that school, uh, minor seminary. And early on, I remember I'd been there about two months and my mom talking to her on the phone, she asked me, she's like, so how often, you know, Terry, she calls me Terry, how often, Terry, do you think about the priesthood? And I was like, well, never. <laughs> and she was like, what do you mean never? You're at this boarding school. Why did you leave? You're not thinking about the priesthood. Uh, so really for me, I went there because I was having fun. I was just a little 12-year-old boy having a great time. It was a great atmosphere. And I liked being around the priest. And if that was going to happen for me, well, great. But I wasn't really worried about that at that time. Mm-hmm. So really, that's kind of how it started out for me. You know, I just went out there. I was open to it. But more than anything, I just had a lot of great friends and loved the school out there. By the time I graduated, 2004, I knew I wanted to be a legionary of Christ and to be a priest. Mm. You know, some people have special moments. You know, you read a lot of the lives of the saints, these moments where God touches them in a special way. In my story... I couldn't tell you why I knew that when I graduated. There was no moment you know, where I got knocked over the head and that became obvious to me. But by the time I graduated, I was convinced that that's where I was supposed to be. Been just a gradual process, a gradual process of maturing, growing up there at the school, that I knew that was the right step for me. So I went to seminary right out of high school, 18 years old, entered the seminary. Um, it's been a long process. It's 15 years now, 15 years later, I was just ordained three months ago. Wow. uh, May 4th, actually with Father Patrick. He was two people over from me there at the altar. Mm. Uh, Ordained in Rome, Italy, May 4th of this year. Uh, Those 15 years, you know, I've been in Connecticut, D.C., New York, uh, Rome, Italy. I've studied in Rome philosophy for two years. In the last five years, I was able to do my theology studies, get my master's degree in moral theology. I was able to do a pastoral internship in Washington, D.C. area, where I worked a lot with young men and boys clubs, different types of boys clubs and youth groups, ran a campground. Uh, It's just fantastic. The whole journey, it's long. I'm not going to lie. It's long. 15 years is a long time. Mm -hmm. Especially Mm -hmm. once you start getting close, you're like, man, does it really have to be this long? Mm -hmm. Um, But to get to where you know you're supposed to be and to get to the priesthood and just be so happy being a priest of Jesus Christ, it's worth it. It was Mm -hmm. totally worth it. Uh Uh, Totally worth it. Um, And so I was ordained in May. And then in August, I arrived to Atlanta. So I'm new to the area, new to Pinecrest. And I am the middle school chaplain at Pinecrest Academy. It's my first assignment. And it's been fantastic. Still baby. They call me a baby priest there. Yeah. Um, So I... Proud to take on that title. Hopefully, I'm hoping someday I'll graduate from that status of baby priest, but they, they still have not let me graduate from the baby priest status. But uh, 
So yeah, it's been an incredible journey. It's been a long journey. Totally worth it though. Totally worth it. And uh, just so blessed, right? So blessed to be a priest. So blessed for everything our Lord's given me and wouldn't change it for anything. Excellent. Excellent. What a great story. And, uh, you know, at the same time, we got to get the phone lines going because uh, we right now we're pretty sad. Actually, we have one caller on the line, so let's keep it going. We get two more. We get to give away $10 gift cards to CourtaCandles.com. Let's do this. We can do this. We have one caller on the line. We just need two more. We just want to have a lot of fun. We want to ring the bell when we get four more because we'll have our five, five pledges of any amount. Get a founder automatic ring of the bell. Um, I forgot to mention that when you when you become a founder, you also get something called an Echo Dot. Um, so this is the last day you get to do that, though. They aren't offering it after today. What's, what's really cool, what I've been told, I don't have one, but what I've been told is when you say, Alexa, who founded the, the, the Catholic Church? The response is Jesus Christ. How cool is that? I <laughs> love that. Awesome. So, so come on, call in, be a founder, get your Echo Dot, get in all these drawings, whatever level you can give at, whether it's a founder, whether it's a one-time donation, whether it's a monthly donation, we just really want you to become part of the family. That really is what we need because it takes all of us working together in order to keep this Catholic radio station going. So number to call is 470-508-1160. Also, if you call in and give a message to either of the priests that we have here right now, Father Patrick O'Loughlin and Father Terrence Allen, we will absolutely read it to them on the air, but we'll only use your first name. We'll let them see the last name later, but we only use first names on the air. So if you want to call in and give them a message, you absolutely can do that as well. 470-508-1160. Let's do it. Okay, so now we're going to talk with Father Patrick O'Loughlin, and he is from Pinecrest Academy, Legionaries of Christ. So we'll start with your vote. You know, you guys were having a little bit of bantering here about who has the best. So we'll let our, let our, you could vote. You could vote. You could call in and say, I think that, that they Father. Should. Yeah, they should. They absolutely should. Father Terrence or Father Patrick, who has the best vocation story. So let's, let's go ahead and hear yours, Father Patrick. I will give a fair warning at the beginning that um, you're going to realize that I was a little more spiritually sensitive mm. than Father Terrence was at the beginning. Uh-oh. But you know, that's. Uh-oh. You know that's not really important, right? Don't don't bring that to bear when you judge these vocation stories because you know God calls us all at different times. He gives us different spiritual sensitivities, so that's fine. That's fine, Father Terrence. Okay. So uh, he's he's setting it he's setting it up here. We well, let's hear the story, Father. Okay. Let's hear your story, Father. All right. <laughs> so I'm from upstate New York. I'm from Syracuse, New York, originally, and I grew up there. I have five brothers and sisters. I grew up in a very Catholic family, actually. We, uh, we prayed uh, as a family together every single day. Sometimes in the morning, sometimes in the evenings. You know, my dad would always lead a gospel reflection, Bible reflection in the evenings. And sometimes when we were little kids, we would act it out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'd have more reflection and talk about it. But that family prayer was actually really important. And whenever I talk to families, I always recommend that. Just to pray together as a family is huge because it gives you that foundation you need for your life, right? Mm-hmm. So I had that going for me and my family. Also, uh, growing up, I was involved in ECYD, which for the Legionaries and, and the Red and Christie movement, it's, it's basically our youth ministry, all of our work with youth. So I was in a club in Syracuse, New York. And the history of that club is actually pretty interesting because... At the same school that Father Terrence was speaking about, this boarding school for boys thinking about the priesthood uh, called Immaculate Conception Apostolic School in New Hampshire, one of the guys who had gone there and discerned actually the priesthood wasn't his vocation was Brian Bisgrove. And he came back to Syracuse, to Auburn, New York, actually, nearby. And he started a boys club up. And my older brother, who's now a priest as well, Father Ben O'Loughlin, Shout out to you if you're listening. Probably not listening. But he's uh, he works in Dallas. And uh, and so he was involved in that boys club with Brian Bisgrove, actually. So I got to know that club a little bit. And Brian uh, actually contracted cancer. And he passed away in the late 90s. Mm. So more or less the same year that he passed away, uh, a club was opened in Syracuse. Kind of like a, a brother club of, of that club in Auburn. Right, those clubs eventually became known as conquest clubs, right? And Brian's dad, Jack Bisgrove, kind of developed helped develop that program into the conquest club program, which is kind of all over the place in the U.S. and 
and in Canada now too. So those were kind of those first two clubs. Mm-hmm. And that was that was neat. That's just that brotherhood, that experience you have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in ECYD, you also have these spiritual commitments that you take on. And you get together, you go on some retreats and all. And so as a member of ECYD, I would actually go up to that school in New Hampshire. And we would do our retreats up there. You get to together and do these conventions and competitions between different clubs all over the U.S. So it was a really neat experience. Mm-hmm. Also, those things help you open your eyes, right? It's not just you who are living your faith. But it's actually like this whole, there's so many boys and adolescents all over who have the same aspirations, same convictions. That experience is really neat. Mm -hmm. So I had that family solid support, and then I had that solid support from ECYD, which helped me a lot. But, you know, for everyone too, you need this moment that just clicks, right? Where your faith, your friendship with Jesus becomes very personal. Mm. And you have to take that on. If you don't, so many times, you know, our faith kind of just falls to the wayside or it's not important or it's not, it doesn't become part of our life. It's not really our lifestyle. But our faith needs to be our lifestyle. It's not something you just go to on Sundays, right? No, it's, it's who you are. Mm-hmm. And when I was 10, I received this great grace, which I always go back to. And it had to do with our Blessed Mother. I've been very close to Mary ever, ever since. One day I was serving Mass at the parish. And Father Stephen Workus, he was the parish priest. And after serving, he, he kind of just came up to me and said, hey, you did a good job today. Why don't you go back and get a book from the parish library? So I was like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. I used to read a lot. So I went back there and was looking at different, different saints' books. And I'd read a lot, of, a lot about different saints already. And I saw one book about St. Louis de Montfort. Mm. Right? I said, oh, I haven't read about him. So I grabbed it and took it home. Mm. I had a picture of Mary on the front. I quickly found out that it had nothing to do with St. Louis de Montfort. It was actually true devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary, which was his consecration prayer and all of the preparation that goes into making that Marian consecration. And so I was a little, wow, there's a lot of work here. So I had to pray all these litanies and all this stuff to get ready. And it kind of, it seemed like, I'm not sure if this is real, but it seemed like it increased every week, it the workload. Does. I'm telling you, I think so too. <laughs> and so I was like, wow, this is, I'm getting in a head over so I, I started praying, and little by little, I was the only one doing that in my family, and it took a lot of effort. I remember sitting on the edge of my bed at night, looking at this image of divine mercy, which I received in my first communion, and you know, and just and just praying, praying because I had to, praying because I decided to, to make this Marian consecration. I had to get ready for it, and somewhere in there, prayer became very personal for me. Right, Christ became a real friend. Someone I was speaking to, not because my family did, not because the other boys in, in, in the club did, no, but because, but because he was my friend and I, had, and I had made this commitment to him. And around that same time, I see that really two convictions kind of came up in my life, which I didn't vocalize then in any way, but reflecting on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, during our formation to the priesthood, we have a 30-day retreat in silence. So it was actually during those 30 days where I reflected back on my whole vocation story and, and came, came with these two takeaways from my adolescence, you know, from my time in ECYD. And one is that I wasn't made here for earth. I was made for heaven. I was made to get to heaven, right? I have to focus on eternity. I have to focus on heaven. I have to help other people focus on that too. And the second was I wanted to be a soldier for Christ, right? I wanted to go fight for Jesus. I wanted to go do great things for him out in the world. It's very interesting, too, how those the convictions that we form along our spiritual journey are little by little purified as well, right? Because it's true, we have to focus on eternity, right? But that doesn't mean, you know, we're not, the, this present life isn't important. No, it's very important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I have to be a soldier for Christ, right? But little by little, you realize that it's, not so much what you do for Jesus, but just recognizing everything that he does for you, mm. right? And so those convictions have stayed with me, but they're much more purified now. Mm. Uh, and those two really set up the, the foundation for me going to discover my vocation as a legionary mm. religious priest. So I went up uh, to the school on different retreats. My older brother, I mentioned, Father Ben, he, like Father Terrence's brothers, he was, he was up there as well. And so I, had, I got to know the school really well. And I eventually, you know, joined. Now, part of that, too, was the contact that I had with different 
um, legionary priests who would come and visit, right, either our club or our house. I was really into Star Wars when I was a kid. And so I always kind of saw it as like the Jedi Master and his Padawan, right, coming in. It'd be like the priest and the brother, you know, in, in black, dressed in black, coming and, and visiting and speaking about this great galactic spiritual strife out there, right? And and the Holy Spirit and the Force. So I was, you know, I was really getting into this as a kid, which is really interesting, too, because we were ordained on May 4th, right? Which happens to be Star Wars Day. May the 4th be May with you. May the 4th be with you. So full, you know, full revolution there. So I joined uh, that boarding school, Immaculate Conception, and and yeah, just plunged deeper and deeper in discerning uh, my vocation to to the priesthood in the Legion. And I did my two years of of novitiate, which is at the beginning of our seminary or of our whole formation to the priesthood in Cheshire, Connecticut. And then I went to New York in Westchester County. We had a university there for philosophy and a year of theology. So uh, I was I was helping out in different ministries and apostolates there for five years, and in that time I also studied my philosophy. Mm-hmm. And then I was sent out to uh, San Jose, California for a year, where I continued um, helping our, our provincialate, our territorial director, with some tasks, but also helped a little bit in our school and our ECYD clubs out there. And then I got to pay for all my sins. And I went to Indiana, where our current boarding school for boys thinking about the priesthood is. You know, I was a dean of students out there. It was a lot of fun uh, with about 15 boys. So you're, you're their dad, their mom, everything in between. And just being with them, learning a lot about boys and what motivates them, what makes them tick. Yeah. And then I went to Rome. I was in Rome for three years. I studied my theology over there. During the time, I also had a chance to work a lot in uh, in college ministry. We had a, a group out there called Upper Rooms. So it was pretty much a weekly holy hour. Mm-hmm. And a uh, weekly holy hour, and we'd get together for social afterwards. And we'd offer like tours and retreats and things. So shout out for anyone who's going over to Rome to study abroad. It's a great little program out there. Mm-hmm. And then I was uh, ordained a deacon with my dad. Funny, funny that is. My dad was ordained a deacon uh, the same year as I, so we received permission. I went back to the Diocese of Syracuse, where I'm from, yeah. and we were ordained deacons together. How Just cool. took him a lot longer to get off the sanctuary floor after prostrating, you know, <laughs> for the new saints. <laughs> and, then, uh, yeah. and then I was uh, finished my theology back in Rome, and then I was assigned here to Atlanta this past September. So I've been here for about a year, helping at Pinecrest and... I'm also in charge of all of our youth ministry for boys in the area. So I go up to the Carolinas, actually, a few weeks out of the year. I go down to Florida. Um, But a lot of my time I I spend here in Atlanta, and I'm at Pinecrest Academy two days a week to help in all the the chaplaincy and the campus ministry. All right, excellent. Well, you know, before we started these two stories, right, you kind of had this challenge of who has the best. And I said they could call in and let us know which one they think is, Listen, is Kelly, the best. Kelly, I just want to ring this bell here. I will I, see all my votes of Father Patrick if we can get enough calls to ring this bell. I'll take those votes, by the way. Exactly. So, so uh, you know, we have one pledge so far and one message. And I don't know if this one was associated with the pledge. I don't see it on here yet. But Jack called in, and we want to say thank you to Jack for giving his one-time donation, and we are grateful. Um, so we'd love to have some more. And we had a, a shout-out um, from Christy. She didn't necessarily necessarily say that Father Terrence had the best story, but she said that that she is enjoying his vocation story and looks forward to him celebrating her wedding next week. So it's his first wedding. I think I know who that is. Yeah, you think you know who that is. Yeah. So tell us who is that? So that's my little sister, Christine Allen, who will be married to Robin Grab on Saturday, October 5th. And so when I left for Rome five years ago, I told, you know, my siblings that, you know, if you're going to get married, you know, you can either wait five years. Once you, once you get close there, you're going to have to wait for me to be ordained. Yeah. Yeah. And she waited. She waited. I can't believe it. I mean, she didn't, she didn't do that intentionally. It just worked out that way providentially. Yeah. Yeah. So 
she's very grateful. I'm extremely blessed and grateful to have his little sister. Uh, and so yeah, uh, 10 days from now, or less than 10 days, I'll be at home to preside at her wedding. How wonderful. Is. What a what a wonderful joy that is. Uh, you know, she could have gotten married a year earlier because you could have performed a, a marriage as a deacon, right? I could have, you're right. Yeah, I yeah. So, so, you know, but, but we're grateful that she waited. So how cool is that? I will say it's more complicated when you have a brother who's a priest and a dad who's a deacon when those when those family moments come up yeah. for instance actually in my family the only one who's not married or a priest is my little brother danny okay and he recently you know said yeah i think i'm gonna have ben father ben do the wedding oh. and i said well you know what i haven't actually done any weddings because i wasn't a deacon or a priest so I'd, I'd like to do your wedding yeah and he said well i'd rather have father ben do it Uh-oh. and so i said well that's fine yeah but I'm going to give the homily and you might not want that, right? So he said, no, I'm going to have dad do the homily. And I said, well, you don't know how it works. As long as I'm there can celebrating, I'm just going to sit down in front of the ambo. And like it or not, when the gospel comes up, I'm standing up. You don't have much of a say in it. So I think he's still considering... Hopefully. How to, how to make, so when's this wedding coming up? Do we have a date? No, he, he just, no, I don't even just, think that's yeah, a girlfriend. Just, or okay, all right. So, it's coming up. So we got time. You got time to, to still try and get him to come to your side, right? Okay, so come on. Let's get the phone lines coming. Uh, 470-508-1160. 470-508-1160. We have one caller on the line. Come on, let's do two more. Come on, we can do this. Whose vocation story do you like the best? Call in and, and let us know, 470-508-1160. And it's really just good-natured. You know, Father Patrick, he's on his phone text, and he's like, come on, vote for me. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. So come on, let, let's let's uh, get the calls. It's all in good fun. It's all for money for for a good cause, which is the mission to save souls, because that's what we see with Catholic Radio. And we see it, you know, over and over again. One of my favorite um, stories from a pledge drive was when somebody called in and they said they were calling from a hospital room and we thought, oh no, you know, they're calling for prayers. You know, they need prayers. He said, oh no, no, it's really happy news. I heard on Catholic radio that I should never have had a vasectomy and my wife just gave birth to our baby. He had oh, a wow, reverse wow, awesome. and there they were having a new baby because of what he heard on Catholic radio. So it's not Catholic radio in and of itself. It's the Holy Spirit working through these airwaves. It really is. And bringing the truths and the traditions of the Catholic Church. And we are all given the opportunity to participate in that simply by calling 470-508-1160. That's all it takes. And then all of a sudden, we're a part of it. We are re- we are partly responsible for the miracles that are occurring. So can you be a part of that and give us a call or go online, thequestatlanta.com. We know that there's no way anyone can give enough for those kind of miracles that are happening. You can't give enough money for that. That is a wonderful, there's someday grace of God, Carol, who started the radio station, Father Terrence, Father Patrick, Kelly, Annie, anybody who has helped with Catholic radio in any way, grace of God, we make it to heaven. There are Mm -hmm. going to be people there who say thank you because they wouldn't have been there if it wasn't for them changing their lives because of what they heard about Catholic radio. And I really believe that. Now, I don't know what it's like really in heaven, but I do believe (laughs) that there are people that are that are thankful because they are changing their lives and they may not have made it to heaven if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit working through these airwaves. So come on, let's do it. 470-508-1160. We have one caller on the line, so call real quick with your best friend. Get two more calls on the line. We give away the $10 gift card to CordaCandles.com. Who's going to be the hero that lets Father Patrick and Father Terrence go go home with a gift card as well? We give it to them as well as the three callers on the line every time we get three at the same time. So come on, 470-508-1160. All right, so we are talking with uh, with Father Patrick and Father Terrence. We've heard their vocation stories, heard a little bit about Pinecrest Academy. You're the chaplain. You're there a couple of days a week helping, and then you also do um, the bigger picture with all of the boys' clubs and camps and different exactly, things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us about Pinecrest Academy and what it is. 
Absolutely, Kelly. Be happy to. So I just arrived at the, literally arrived at Pinecrest for the first time three days before school started. Uh, so it's you know two months into the school year, and it's been an incredible experience. The uh, we have around six hundred and fifty students, nice. uh, K through twelve, and so I've been assigned to the middle school chaplaincy and campus ministry team. So there we have you know we have the high school building, we have the middle school building, and the lower school building. And in each building, we are blessed to be able to have a uh, full campus ministry team, which would be a priest, a chaplain, as well as a consecrated lady woman, the consecrated Regnum Christi. Mm-hmm. And so in each one of those buildings, you know, so I'm in the middle school along with Ms. Alger, and we're there full time um, as the campus ministry. We are there all day, every day, Monday through Friday, to support these young men and women's uh, formation education, especially on the spiritual part. So we have monthly confessions. Every week we have a mass, a school mass. Or just, you know, I'll have just the middle school boys and girls there in the chapel together. We'll do our mass together. I'm able to interact with them all the time, which is incredible. Real, real blessing. Just be able to be with them, to be another person in their lives, to be another, hopefully, hopefully inspiration, but also just a friend, a friend. Uh, I think one of the blessings of us being there just all the time is it helps them to see that we're normal people and at the same time, God's a huge part of our lives. Mm-hmm. It takes away that 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 chasm we have sometimes between our faith and our life. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of go to mass, we go go to confession, then we go back to normal life. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas there at Pinecrest, we can help help the kids to me- blend the two things. Mm-hmm. No, it's all about who we are. Mm-hmm. It's all about who we are in our education. And so integral formation is huge for us. Integral formation. You know, we talk about, you know, there's different aspects of the person. You know, you have your academic formation, intellectual formation, you have your human formation. And then, you know, we focus in a special way as campus ministry on the spiritual aspect. Mm-hmm. Who is Jesus Christ for each one of these kids? And we blend those all in together. It's been really beautiful. One of my favorite parts is just the faculty we have there is really fantastic. Mm. Um, so many men and women who want to teach these kids a lot of things. They want to educate them, help them have great sports programs, great classes, but they really just love these kids and they want to help them as people, mm-hmm. uh, as persons, each one of them. And you know, when things happen, they talk amongst themselves, how can we help this boy with this? How can we help that girl? Uh, which is just really inspiring. You know, mm-hmm. What a great atmosphere to be able to work in and to be a part of that team um, where we're not just worried about, you know, did everyone, you know, are our grades going up? Yes, we're trying to do that. But we're also making sure, you know, are we taking care of each one of these kids? You know, are they happy? Mm-hmm. You know, if they're down, you know, is there something we need to look out for? Can we support them in any way? And then also as a chaplain, uh, being there full time, I'm just be able to be there for everybody, not only just for the boys and girls, but also for the faculty, support the mm-hmm. faculty in whatever ways I can, be part of the formation leadership team, as well as all the families. You know, what a blessing just to be available for the families. Any of the needs, any of the things the families want or can ask of me, always happy and really honored to be able to support them as a priest and share my vocation with them. And then, you know, within this program there at Pinecrest, you know, we have things throughout the year. We'll have a vocations week coming up. We'll have, you know, different vocations, priests, nuns come in, share their story with the kids. Uh, Each of the classes has a whole day retreat. The girls will go with Miss Alger, I'll take the boys. And we'll go off campus and we'll have a great, you know, a great retreat day together. Um, and just lots of activities like that. We do a mission trip, you know, with the seniors. Our seniors will be going to Guatemala to do a mission trip. Um, so just so many great activities that just help contribute to the overall formation education of all our boys and girls there. It's a real blessing to be a part of that. Really excited to be there. Wow, so good. Oh, so good. Lots of lots of great things going on. Looks like we have another shout out here. So so a shout out this uh, to Father Terrence and Father Patrick from Margaret F. So I don't know the the last name, but you guys do. So so oh, yeah. and and if you don't, they'll, I I can tell by your smiles you do. You know who Margaret is. So thank you, thank you, thank you to Margaret who called in and gave a shout out to these wonderful priests. And again, if you want to do that, the number to call is. Four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. But you know, Kelly, it would be a real honor for Father Passion myself if we could leave here not just with shout outs, but saying that we got a founder for Atlanta Quest while we were here. I would so love that. So we're hoping that comes through any second now for us. And we would then be halfway to the eight. If we get one more founder, we're halfway to that eight so that we can do the drawing. And uh, so it would be really awesome if we could do that. Um, we want to make sure that, that, and you know those two that we had, 
they were really early. They were like, boom, right off the start of the day. So it's been a while since we've had a founder. So come on, let's do it again. I, I'm with, I am absolutely with Father Terrence. Let's, let's make this happen. Um, number to call 470-508-1160. 470-508-1160. So I've got, I've got two baby priests right here with me, right? They have only been a priest for three months. So, wow. You know, any surprises? You guys were 15 years in formation. Here you are, a priest. Any surprises? Well, I'll share one concrete surprise for me, and uh, this happens all the time. I went home for the first time as a priest back in July, and I have a large extended family, 150 first cousins. And so we had a big family party. My grandmother's still around. Blessed that she was still there, 95 years old. And so we always have a priest come to do mass and confessions. And I was actually extremely nervous about that setup. I did not have any desire to hear the confessions, you know, of people I knew my whole life. Yeah. You know, my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, my family. So I insisted with my mom, I was like, you have to get another priest there because, you know, whatever I'll offer, but you know, it's going to be awkward and they're probably not going to want to come to me. Um, so we got another priest there. And in the end, he ended up only being able to be there a half an hour. He had to leave early for another appointment. And it wasn't a problem at all. For me, it was a very humbly experience to have so many people without any qualms, without any fears, come and do their confession with me. People who mm. knew me as their cousin, who knew me as a little boy, Terry, uh, who knew you know, my parents, knew all about me. And yet with such simple faith, such simplicity of mm. faith, such a profound faith in Jesus Christ and how he works through mm. human instruments like myself and all priests, um, that was just really humbling to have so many of them just come up to confession, had a confession line going for a couple hours there. Yeah. Um, and you know, sometimes it's, it's, we forget that, you know, I, I, as a priest, sometimes I think I'm just Terrence Allen, right? I forget, no, 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 there's some, something else working here and that's what people come for. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was really beautiful and surprising, caught me off guard to see mm-hmm. just the simplicity of the faith of the people who come to us and trust in us and trust so much in our vocation. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well, um, Father Patrick O'Loughlin, tell me any surprises for you. Well, one is just you see God, at least I do, Father Terrence. You know, I'm sure he does too. You see God doing a lot of things through you that wasn't so evident before. You know, for sure, God works through all of us in incredible ways. And, and, and we're only, we only see a small percentage of that here. We'll see the whole thing when we get to heaven, God willing. But but you really feel and see more vividly that God is doing incredible things through you. Mm-hmm. And you know it's God because you realize you haven't really changed that much. <laughs> you're the mm-hmm. same as before. You know, when you receive that oil on your hands and, and your ordination, you don't magically transform on the exterior, but something happens on the inside, right? God starts working in you in different ways. And so it's been interrupt you at different ways and just briefly say we have two on the line. So the next person gives these wonderful priests a ten dollar gift card to cordacandles.com, but you gotta call before the other two drop off. Come on, let's do it. We wanna do this. Four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. We can do it. Come on. Four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Let's get that third caller on the line, but you got to dial quick before the other two drop off, and then we give cordacandles.com ten dollar gift certificate all around, including to our two wonderful priests that are here taking time to be with us today. We're waiting for that red light to come on, so come on, we can do this. Four seven zero. 508-1160. You can be the hero that gives Father Patrick and Father Terrence a $10 gift card to quartercandles.com and it's coming in. There it is, baby. Yes. So it is. Gift certificates all around. I got to open up my box and get some more and we'll just keep them flowing. So come on, you can I say, we, we can get three. another one, right? Well, we can get another you only get to one? use oh, one, one per email right. address. So oh, I have three email addresses, actually. Coming. We got four on the line. This is awesome. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. 470-508-1160. You know, we got seven callers on the line the other day. If we do that, I will give you another one of these gift cards. Let's keep it rolling. Let's just keep going. You know, it was going to a busy signal the other night. It was pretty awesome because we had all the lines full. So let's do that one again. 470-508-1160. 
Quartercandles.com. They love Catholic Radio, and so they want to help, and they are. Because, look, we just got four callers on the line, plus the fact that you two are here, and you two are bringing the people that are calling in. So thank you. Thank you for supporting Catholic Radio in that way. Now, I interrupted Father Patrick, so we want to go back to, to what he was sharing with us. Thanks, yeah. I wanted just to share uh, a light that I had, too, at my retreat before my ordination, which mm-hmm. has helped me a lot. And it was at the beginning of, of our eight day retreat, you know, you, you you know, your nerves, you're a little nervous there, you're about to be ordained a priest. How's that gonna work? You know, nothing you can do. It's just God doing that in you, yeah. right? Yeah. And I remember uh, you know, thinking, I'm not gonna be that deacon who, you know, calls his spiritual director in the middle of the night because he's all like nervous and you know, no, I'm not gonna be that deacon. No, no. Yeah. It's not me. So, but there were some concerns, right? When you start, I was realizing that, you know, I don't, I, you know, I don't really have what it takes to be a priest. So God's going to have to work a little miracle here. And so I made a deal with God. And I said, Lord, really simple here. I'm going to give you my heart, right? My human heart, my heart of Father Pat here. And you give me your heart, right? Simple mm-hmm. exchange. So you do everything through me. That's kind of what ordination is about, right? Mm-hmm. Where God comes in. And he does it for you, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought it was a great plan. So he, you know, he, we were all set until day five of spiritual exercises when mm-hmm. I suddenly realized the deal was off. It was not going to work because God, that's not what God wants to do with any of us. God doesn't just want to come in and steal the show from us. That's not what God does. God actually wants to be with us, to do it with us. He doesn't just take our heart, go to a back room where there's a safe, lock it away, keep it all nice and dandy and safe, and then come in and do it. No, no. God wants to do it with us, mm. right? And that's what actually what that ordination meant for me, really, that, yeah, sure, Christ comes in. He configures me to himself as his priest, but we do it together. We're friends, right? Friendship with Christ. That's what real friendship means. And, and that... That's incredibly affirming, right? That actually God really, he really does love us. He just takes each one of us as we are with our limitations. It doesn't matter to him. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows them. That's why he created us. He just comes in, takes us as we are and says, no, no, I don't want to, I don't want you out of the way. No, I want to do this with you. I want to be with you. That's what a real friend does. Mm-hmm. So that actually has played a lot into this experience that I've had as a priest of seeing God do incredible things, not just through me, but with me, mm-hmm. Right. Because sometimes it is the things I say, it is the things that 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 happen. The you know, it is a certain generosity on your part which God blesses, and you realize that the fruits don't come from from what we're doing. It comes from God's action because it's. T- um, but it's that partnership. It's that that graced partnership that each one of us is called to have in whatever vocation we have in our life. Excellent. I love it. I really do. And and. Um yeah, so thank you for, for sharing that with us. Um, we do have, we've got some more donations coming in here. We've heard from Jack and Wayne and Margaret and Charles. Charlene. Charlene. I can't even read today. Golly. So, um, and uh, woo, we are, we are, can we go ahead and, and do it? All right, so we get to pick up the bell. Woo! All right. Woo! Yeah, finally. Yeah. That's because Charlene just became our fourth founder. And so um, now we're halfway to being able to do that drawing when we have eight founders. And Great. we are just one pledge away from ringing the bell a second time. So then Father Patrick gets to ring it. Who's going to be the hero that lets Father Patrick? We just need one more donation. One more pledge of any amount. And then we have five. We've heard from Jack, Wayne, Margaret, and Charlene. So who's going to be the next person that calls in and lets Father ring the bell? Number to call is 470-508-1160 because we are ringing it for every five pledges. So we just need one more any amount. And did we give away candles? We had three on the line. So yes, we gave away candles. So hopefully they marked those as well. And we got more messages coming in. So how cool is this? Okay, so Tina says, thank you for saying yes to your vocations Father Terrence and Father Patrick. How cool is that? Do you guys know Tina? Tina. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you. Woo! All right. And then this person says, 
A shout to Father Terrence from Wisconsin. I know who that is, too. Uh, I definitely know who that is. I will say that Father Terrence has how many cousins and 130 or something. So, you know, I'll give that to him. I, I, I Man, I'm impressed. He's, he's got the calls coming in here. This is awesome. All right. So we need one more pledge of any amount. One more, any amount, and we ring the bell again, and we only have about nine minutes. So we have to hurry. We have to hurry and get that next caller because it often takes them a little while to, to get that. Although we'll see the call come in, so we'll ring it if we're getting close to the, the buzzer. So we can see it come in. We just can't see the amounts or who it is, but we'll know that there was a, a pledge. So we'll ring it for that purpose. So we are again talking with Father Patrick O'Loughlin and Father Terrence Allen, and they are with uh, the Legionaries of Christ, um, helping at Pinecrest Academy, and also doing um, retreats and camps and boys clubs and all kinds of of really, really wonderful stuff. And and so we're grateful to both of you for, for all that you're doing. So what would you like for our listeners? We only have now about eight minutes left. What would you like for our listeners to know that I haven't asked you yet? About ourselves or whatever, anything. Anything. Catholic radio. You can talk about the legionaries. You can talk about Regnum Christi. You can talk about conquest. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Well, I'll share a little bit uh, just about my experience at Pinecrest, too. So I'm at Pinecrest two days a week. I'm at the middle school uh, one day and at the high school another day. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I just love being there because because of, of the kids and the families, right? They're such great kids and such great families. And it, it really lifts you up, right? It really lifts you up. I remember being in Europe and, and you know, I had a lo- lovely time, great time in Europe. So much tradition, so much history from the church. But, you know, you don't see as many kids in Europe, right? And generally speaking out there. And it's always, you know, really seeing the the future and and kind of dreaming a little bit about everything that God expects. And God not just expects, but everything that God is dreaming about for each one of these boys and girls is very inspiring and 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 uplifting. So I love just being there for that. Um, I also love giving uh, mentoring and spiritual direction to the boys. That's something I always try to make a point of. I just remember how much that helped me as a boy. And at the, far Terrence mentioned a little bit, but we have a, a conquest club there at Pinecrest. So there's different conquest clubs we have here in Atlanta and, and other small groups of boys. And that con- so I help out at that conquest club. And, and we really try to get the team, the high school guys engaged as team leaders, right? And, and that means also there's teams, right? So the middle schoolers are divided into teams. And in ECYD, there's kind of five main elements that kind of go into what ECYD is, right? And one of them is is team life, that the boys have that experience of working together on a team. That's not just sports, but but a team about about their faith, about their whole life. Um, and then uh, being having an apostolate, being engaged in the mission, you know, service projects. Every year on Holy Week, we have this incredible thing uh, called Mercy Missions, and it's during Holy Week where you go and and the high school and college guys and girls go down to Atlanta, to Cristo Rey, and there's all these different um, apostolic venues and just a great all-around experience for them to really be apostles, celebrate our Lord's mm-hmm. triduum in that way. And in the middle schoolers, too, we have something at St. Brendan Parish uh, for them, and they also have that opportunity, right? But to be engaged in the mission, to be engaged in apostle, that's the second one, right? The, the third, a third one is prayer, their spiritual life, right? Uh, and just having encouraging the guys and the girls to really take that on. Like I mentioned before, my own spiritual uh, story, my own vocation, taking that on in their own spiritual commitments, their own friendship with Jesus, taking on those those commitments that they want to take on in their life, right? And then, uh, and then formation, really encouraging the boys and and the girls to to go on retreats, to have take advantage of opportunities. Sometimes it's within the club different talks that we have, mm-hmm. um, but also getting on to a couple of retreats, maybe a summer camp mm-hmm. um, during the year. And, and the high school kids, you know, encouraging them to get to a silent retreat even, something that's really going to help them a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And then finally, accompaniment or mentoring, um, really encouraging the boys and the girls to take advantage of having some guide in their life, some some spiritual director or mentor who who kind of walks the walk with them. 
Excellent. So, yeah. Okay. Well, we have an update here. So, so we uh, we changed um, the uh, the founder that called in that that they changed the name to Dougal Family. So you guys probably know who the mm-hmm. Dougal Family yes, is. So we they do. were our founder. Thank you got you to ring much. the bell already for that, right? We rang the bell for that. We also get to ring the bell for five for five pledges. Have we done that yet? Let's okay, do here it. Here goes. when they ring it with gusto that makes me happy i love that we also um will get to ring it again if we can get three more pledges of any amount it can be any amount um if we can we can do that uh before you guys leave we only have about two minutes left though so come on everybody really quickly um get on the phone 470-508-1160 or the questatlanta.com and wow we get to ring it again because Cheryl called in as another founder. All right. All right. And again, we can ring it if we can get the the other three that we still need. So we're getting another one. So that means we just need two. We're we're getting these online donations. The phones aren't ringing, but we're getting the online donations. So come on, let's keep it going. Four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty or thequestatlanta.com, and that means we now have five towards the uh, drawing for that that uh, one-night stay at the Avalon Hotel. Awesome. So oh, we great. just need three more to three call to in, and you'll get into that drawing. Your odds are good, one in eight, if you become a founder. Last thought, and then we want to get your blessing. Um, actually, a quick thought, because we only have a minute. So, mm-hmm. so quick thought, and you know, if they want information on Pinecrest Academy, what should they do? pinecrestacademy.org that's the easiest way to find it um pinecrestacademy.org as a last thought you know often there's a faculty member who calls us the holy ones the priest there at the school and i always insist i want to share this to everybody out there what makes us holy is that we we give in whatever capacity we're able to and where we're called to for me it was the priesthood um for those people calling in and giving donations today that's your way of living sanctity today and so really encourage and you know and hope to inspire and motivate everybody that uh, don't compare yourselves to the others, but know that each one of you has something to give every single day. Don't be afraid of that. Believe that you have something to give and and hope, go do it. Go do Excellent. it. Excellent. Oh, so good. All right. So your blessing um, to all of us here as well as out through the airwaves. Okay, we'll, we'll do a double blessing of me if our turns can lead it. There you go. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we thank you for this, this afternoon, this opportunity to be together. We thank you for the ministry of Quest Atlanta. We ask you to bless this radio station and all they do. May they continue to be blessed with many donations today and tomorrow in their drive. And we ask God to bless you, the station, and all our listeners. And may Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and and of of the the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. 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 Thank you. Kelly, thanks so much. You were really awesome. We're at... uh, nine so man if we could get that one we could ring it but i think we're out of time right do we have to go to break right now okay so you know but but thank you thank you thank you thank you four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty thank you